Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today we are talking about past lives and I am here with my husband, Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, guys. What's going on with you today? Oh, not a lot. Just uh, kind of resting up for our big day tomorrow. What's that? Just It's tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a big day. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a big day. Uh, sure. Yeah. So what are we, we're talking about past lives, uh, but I, I, I just want to tell you, you know, the other, the other morning I was out and about just doing my thing, you know, in the cloud that I live in. Yeah. And someone told me that I remind them of Larry David. Why doesn't this surprise me? Okay. So for those of you that don't know, Larry David is a comedian. He is the co-creator of Seinfeld. He plays he, Bernie Sanders on SNL. Right. He plays Bernie Sanders on SNL. And, you know, you know, and he, I guess he's got a lot of quirks. Is that... Yeah, that's like that. Yeah, that's and you know it's like Seinfeld. You know, he's the creator of Seinfeld. You know, that whole show is about quirks, right? So I I mean, at first I thought, well, remember the like a few weeks ago, I went and got the popcorn, and the kid gave me the senior discount, right? And Larry David's older. Yeah, he's got to be like in his (laughs) seventies. So I thought maybe they thought I looked like Larry David, right? What I found Larry David esque about that, like if you watch the show Curb or whatever, you get this. Like now you've been looking for senior discounts everywhere. Correct. <laughs> like you took that moment and instead of being insulted, like most people would, or like, you know, do something to not look senior aged, which you don't, yeah. by the way. But I'm just saying, right. you've been actually seeking out the senior discount anywhere you can go. That's true. I've been denied a lot, though. So I'm proud. I'm actually, that's good. It's, it's, it's almost that's like a good. win-win here. It's like a catch-22. Yeah, it's like you don't want to be denied, but there's a part right. of you that's like, you yeah. got, you really like that $6 popcorn soda deal. Right. So either I, you know, I win and I get the discount or I win because, you know, I'm not like looking like a senior. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so this guy, you know, he, he said, you, you, you know, he didn't say you look like, but you remind me of Larry David. Where were like, you? I was in like uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, wh- yeah. What were you doing? You're so unaware sometimes of what you do. Like, what That's were you doing? That's true. I was, I, I was just literally ordering like donuts. I'm sure you were doing something. <laughs> no, I, I different. I, I really wasn't. But <laughs> I mean, apparently, you think I have some quirks like he does. You do, yeah. Like I get that because like you're you're the type of person like you're a little oblivious. Like sometimes it's very hard for you to notice what's going on. Like if the police ever were like, "Hey Scott, tell us what happened." That uh-huh. would be the you'd be the worst person to ask. Like if there was some sort of situation or whatever, but you do notice yeah. well, really well, weird things. Go, let's go back. Yes, I do. But let's go back to that one point. Yeah. Now we the other day you asked me if I can like see the images in my mind. Oh, yes. This is a whole separate discussion. There's a whole separate discussion, so but let's talk, have it. Okay. Before we talk about let's past do lives. It. Let's throw ourselves into it. And you asked me what you asked me like if I could see so, pictures in my mind. I read an article that not everybody has an internal monologue, okay? And then so like, you know, I personally talk to myself all day in my head. I'm like constantly having conversations with myself. I like, you know, sometimes it'll come out out loud, you know, like the kids know I talk to myself. And I read this article that not everyone has an internal monologue or dialogue with themselves, right. which I was like, what? And furthermore, apart from that, but not. I, so I do have that. Make sure that people know. I do have. Oh, the, yeah. I, was I do that. have that. Yeah. yeah. So so then I asked you, I'm like, hey, Scott, like, do you have this internal monologue? And you're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like we discussed like how we talk to ourselves in our head and like we make comments or this or that to ourselves. Right. But yeah, some people do not have that. But then furthermore, this article stated that not everyone has the ability to visualize what they're talking about. So, and I asked you, can you do that? And you said, no, 
No. Which is weird to me. So that's like, for example, like if I say roller coaster, what do you see? Like an airplane? Like you don't see it. No, like, I don't see you know, no. Like, no, but like really like, okay, I'm going to say something else. Okay. okay. Marigold. I don't even know what that is. See, ice. Okay. Ice cream cone. Okay. What just happened in your head in that millisecond? I got hungry. Really? Yeah. See, that's weird. See, I, yeah. when somebody says like I mean, Ferris wheel, okay. I that, see it. Yeah. That one I saw. A tiny, you saw a little bit? A drop. Like, yeah. Let me do one more. Like Let a me, screw. I saw like a screw of the Ferris wheel. Let me do one more. Like Christmas tree. Charlie Brown? So you make associations, but do you see anything in your mind's eye? I really, I don't know. See, okay. Not really, not really. So not everybody can do that. But you know, this makes sense because like you're spatially not as developed, like your spatial intelligence as like mine. Like whenever we have to fit something in the trunk, I'm like, Scott, that's not going to fit. And you're like, yes, it will. And like, I just sit there patiently while it doesn't fit. Like I'm really good at like piecing things together spatially and you're not, but I guess that's part of it. You know, like seeing how something's big. Yeah. It's or small really and how it's going to fit together. Yeah. I'm very bad at the details. Yeah. So that's what I, I always say. And you're, you're not so awesome at like retelling a story. No, I'm terrible at retelling So if I'm like, like, what happened? Like if there's some drama or chaos, I'm like, well, what happened? I don't know. I'm like, what'd they say to you? They were just yelling at me. I'm like, well, what words were they using when they were yelling at you? I don't know. I'm like, well, yeah. what happened after I left? It's like very yeah. <laughs> like slim details. I, and I can't even remember like the color of our like you asked me the other day, what's the color of the paint in our bathroom? Like, oh I don't yeah, know. like I was asking you, like okay, like go into in your mind's eye. Yeah. Well, okay, so what color is our comforter in our bedroom? Uh, do we have a comforter? Seriously? Would like we've had the same one for eight years. So red. It it's green. Green. That's green. Yeah, so green. weird. Green. Yeah. So like things like that. But anyways. Okay. Back to there could be your quirks. So it possibly is not your fault. Yeah, none of this is my fault. No. That's what I think. That and, you have quirks. And that's what Larry David's like. He didn't, nothing's really his fault. Right. He always apologizes for everything, and I, and I do apologize for everything. Yeah. So that's maybe why we're like each other. But it's weird because, like, you won't notice some things, but some things will really bother you. Most things you're like, whatever, on, and then some things you're, like, extremely inflexible about. So one of the things is, like, seating in restaurants. We've discussed Yeah, this. we discussed that. I can't like, sit in the middle. You can't. And then, like, I always leave it up to you, like, what side of the table you'll be sitting on. I don't pick a table, like, when we're out to eat with the kids. I'm like, we're waiting for Dad, like, to pick us because I know you'll change it or whatever. Just, like, little things like that. Yeah. You know, little things like once, um, I don't I don't even think you remember this, but like before kids, this just stands out in my mind right now for some reason. We were at this, you know, we used to live in this apartment complex and everyone was friends or whatever. And we were at a house party and some a friend of a friend was there and you found her to be very obnoxious. Like she was very like yeah. loud and she was very like, I don't know, like in everybody's face. And like she was obnoxious. Yeah. Like that's that is true. She was an obnoxious person. I, I don't remember this at all. I, that's weird because <laughs> like, like it was such an ordeal yeah and she shoved her phone at that time a flip phone uh and she's like look at my kid look at my kid and you're like i'm not looking at your kid's picture okay and she got she like and she didn't know you but she went postal on you verbally you don't really? remember no this? i don't even remember who you're talking and, like, about everyone at the party was like you have to look at somebody's kid it's like an unwritten rule like people are trying to explain to you and you're like no i'm not looking at her picture of her kid i'm not gonna do <laughs> it not doing it and the whole party like turned on you it was like an episode of curber enthusiasm wow did i ever want did not see i don't remember any of this you, you zoned out this might have been a past life everybody um, screamed at you 
this could be one of my past lives. And you just like, you just, you so, and, and everyone was like, what's wrong with him? And I'm like, I, I mean, this is just him. He doesn't <laughs> like you. <laughs> so he's not going to look at your kid's picture. Did I, did I wind up looking at the kid's picture? No. You okay. refuse. You flat out refused. Okay. What was the setting of like where? What? Where we were, were we? at like a friend's apartment. A friend's apartment in our apartment complex, and oh. it was like his friend, and she was just like really okay annoying and rubbed you the wrong way, and like you're you just weren't gonna look at her picture, her kids. But most people, when they're like, "Here, look at my kid's picture," you're like, "Oh, cute!" Like yeah. that's just the social okay. contract we make. You know, like you look at someone's picture, cute. That's what you do. And like you refused and she couldn't handle that you wouldn't do it. And the whole, the whole party turned on you. It was literally like an episode of curb. You should actually send that to the writers as a suggestion for for, an episode. Yeah. And like, why do I have to look at the picture? I'll send it to Larry David's team. (laughs) You should. Wow. That's so interesting. I don't, I don't even recall any of that. (laughs) So that, so I you do be, forget the past a lot too. Yeah, I forget. That's the other thing. You always forget like stories so, of our past. So maybe in a past life, I had amnesia. Whoa, like a mm-hmm. head injury. A head injury. Yeah. All right. So we're, we're we're talking about past lives today. So you know, I do my research when you tell me yeah. the topic. Oh yeah, you're. I don't good know at much this. about it. Mm-hmm. The only thing I really know about past lives is that whenever I see your mother, she tells me that she was Anne Frank. Oh yeah. In her past life, this Anne is what Frank, she of tells course, us. You know, had the book, the the, the book about you know. Dying in the, the Holocaust. Diary of Anne yeah, Diary Frank. of Anne Frank. Right. And your mom was Anne Frank. Yes, she truly believes that. Yes. And, and tells us this constantly. And I, yeah, I, I believe it too. She was Anne Frank in a past <laughs> life. So I wanted to look up some celebrities to see if they had any past lives. Oh my God, this is so cool. And I okay. found a few that okay. believe that they had past lives. Like your mother had the past life. It's a bit Frank. grandiose to think you're that person. Well, I was Henry VIII in a past life. Oh, no. Okay. I looked it up. That's a bad one. Yeah, no. Yeah, I know. I had like 22 <laughs> wives and chopped their heads off. And, Goodness. Yeah. So I'm making amends in this lifetime oh, for what I did as Henry VIII. <laughs> That's good, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to be better, you know. Yeah. I don't want, so I'm not going to chop off your head. Thanks. If, if you're worried. I, I wasn't. To. Okay. And you love the Tudors. <laughs> I do. And that was because that's probably because I'm Henry the Eighth. I, I was Henry the Eighth. Part of history. Obsessed with it. You, and you're obsessed with me. So I thus am. you're I was Henry the Eighth. Whoa. Okay. All right. So the first one is Sylvester Stallone. You might okay. know him from the movie Rocky. Yes. Action hero guy. Rambo. Rambo. And he claims that he had four past lives. How does he know this? He I think he's I think he said his mom or someone who's related to him was like kind of a psychic or something. Okay. Okay. Kind of like you, you know, psychic. Okay. Yeah. That was good, of course. And one of his lives, he lost his head in the French Revolution. Like, you know, remember when everyone was getting their guillotine and everyone was getting their head chopped off? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So he was, he, he lost his head. Yeah. Um, is that, po- I guess it's possible. I mean, sure. sure. Now here's an interesting one for him. He believes he was a boxer who was killed in the 1930s. That makes sense. In the that ring. relates. Yes, because he loves Rocky. Yeah. And there was like 18 Rocky movies. Yeah, that's so that crazy. Yes, yeah, so we had to keep on making them. Yeah, that's very, I, I think the more specific, the more believable. Yeah. Yeah. He also believes he was a Guatemalan monkey. What? Yeah. He was a monkey? A Guatemalan monkey. Or, oh, wow. Yeah. I've never heard of somebody believing they were like an animal in a past life. So that's, that's interesting. True. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. And the other one, he thinks he was one of Jon Snow's dire wolves. Did you make that up? I made that up. <laughs> but he believes he was a wolf, too. A wolf? Real? Oh, yeah. so he was an animal in a past life. Two never lives heard of, of that. Yeah, I never heard of that either. Never heard of that. Yeah. I mean, I believe that, like, if I had to really guess about my past life, other than being Henry VIII, right. 
Yeah, I would have had like he had all like syphilis and gonorrhea. Yeah, that's not a good one do, to be. Do you think if um I should get myself checked for those? No, do you want to talk to me about something? No, I mean, do they carry <laughs> like do, like if I had syphilis as Henry VIII, does that carry over to one my of, life now? The, like so, one of the past life, and I'm going to be talking about this would be phantom illnesses or issues from past life injuries yeah. or diseases. Okay. So I so it's possible I could have Henry VIII syphilis. It could like a phantom version of it. Okay. All right, I, I don't have syphilis. Okay, okay. I just I, I, was, I was checked. Okay, okay. Your mom was Anne Frank. Okay, so next celebrity that I looked up yeah. that had past lives was Tina Turner. Okay, proud yeah. Mary, keep on burning, yeah, down the river. Whatever. I think there's like a Broadway show about her now. Yes, and she thought she was one of the female pharaohs of Egypt. You know, that's when it gets a little like grandiose to me. 15th century. In the 15th, in the 15th century? century? yeah. Oh, really? Do you think that's Did they pop? still have pharaohs in the 15th century? Yeah. She, How did that work? She had a, actually a specific female pharaoh that she thought she was. Oh. I can't pronounce the name of it. You so would I'm know like, more about- shit or something. But, <laughs> so I, I, didn't want to, I don't want to butcher some dead pharaoh's name. So, right. Hapa shit or something. But, but <laughs> you teach- ha- I know, the sad thing is I teach. How do you- teach the children the pharaoh names i'm gonna tell you something one of yes, my pro- that, i've never asked the, you this one of my problems yeah in, and i've taught history for 19 years yes is the pronunciation <laughs> of names i'm terrible with it and spelling you can youtube like youtube google it yeah like for pronunciation have you ever done that no i don't take no you're time. just like pharaoh half a shit <laughs> Have a shit, yeah, yeah, or, or with I'll, a P, yeah, or yeah. I'll try to like, like, you know, I used to teach European history too, okay, and like anytime it was like French history, like, good oh god, my gosh, you know, like, really, you know, Robespierre, you know, like, like, how I, did you do it? I just like kind of like, la cavalerie, <laughs> you know, just kind of like, and then forget the spelling, how it was just like. <laughs> The spelling was off the charts. Terrible bad. thing to admit. You were a New York State tenured teacher. teacher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is kind of like yeah, a deal in the exactly. teaching world. Yeah. So, wow. Well, yeah. What, <laughs> what your uh, education dollars buy. Um, <laughs> all right. Next one that thought he had some past lives okay. was John Lennon. Oh. Okay. Now, John Lennon thought he was Jesus Christ. Please. Matt, well, he does have that great song. Imagine all the. Oh, you hate the Beatles too. He had that imagine song. <laughs> he didn't write that as the Beatles, right? He, didn't he write no, that by that himself? Was, uh, imagine all. Imagine is himself, himself yeah, right? Himself. Yeah. He also believed that him and Yoko Ono, you, you know, he was more than Jesus. Wow. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Oh. He, him, and Yoko Ono were pharaoh and queen. Oh, oh thank God! So there's a running Come trend on. there with like the pharaohs and stuff. Your mom was Anne Frank in a past life, and. He also believed that he was Napoleon, you know, conqueror of I Europe. Can't. And wait, hold on. And Yoko yeah. was Josephine. I seriously cannot handle that. We might have been Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> I think we were Bonnie and Clyde. I really, I feel like with past life stuff, for example, yes. I am obsessed with the Tudors. I don't think I was one. I think I was, I think honestly, I was just a lurker like I am today. Like yeah. just your reg- peasant lurker. You know, <laughs> just like I am well, you're today. You're kind of the exception because it seems like everyone, like when you talk about past lives, yeah, they're like, they're I was like, Cleopatra. Oh, yeah, like I just call ourselves Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, how come nobody's like the deli guy? You yeah, know? I made deli sandwiches. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know what I mean? Nothing any, wrong with nothing wrong with making deli sandwiches. And any past life I've had, like yeah. any past life flashback I've had, I've been a completely normal person. Yeah. 
Right. Like, yeah. I worked at, uh, you know, Woolworths. What is that? The old... Woolworths? Yeah. The now old... you're taking us back. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. I can't say like Publix because like you'd right. be alive. Yeah. Right? I yeah, know like, what you mean. The five yeah. and dime. Yeah. Like your mom's Aunt Frank. And right. I'm Henry VIII, who's like the guy that works at the deli. Right. Like, I yeah. feel like I was a Polish immigrant in one past okay. life. You know so what you, I mean? You're more down so, to earth yeah. with your past <laughs> life. Really? Yeah. So yours are more believable. I agree. So like John Lennon being Napoleon. I mean, what's the I odds? can't. I can't. Who told him these things? I don't himself. I think I they know. do this to Yoko. sell records too. They I mean, could. you know, with in respect to his memory. Right. He, yes. He of did. course. He did die because well, Jodie Foster, you know, that guy with the Jodie Foster thing. Mess. That's terrible. terrible. That is horrible. Right. And I actually do like John Lennon. I like the song Imagine. Uh, I do like Deli Workers and um, let's move on. That's good. Okay. Okay. Phil Collins. Oh, your okay. favorite. Now, Phil Collins was my like idol growing up. It's all, you had every CD when I, I met you. Maybe my past life, I was Phil Collins. Well, he's alive. Can't do that. That's confusing. Could you be, could I have a past <laughs> life with the guy still alive? No. Okay. That doesn't, maybe on a different plane of existence. Different plane of, like maybe on a different plane. I'm not smart enough to explain how that could work. I could have been one of Larry David's relatives mm-hmm. that died. Maybe. Okay. Sure. Sure. Phil Collins believes that he defended the Alamo. Come on. Now, in the Alamo, everyone died. Okay, right. going back to you know, 19 years of teaching history, everyone, okay. everyone died defending they the did. Alamo. Everybody. Oh, uh, well, I think like one person snuck out the back door. Really? Yeah. They were like, like the fighting was going on. They that were actually in the middle of going to the bathroom. So they <laughs> no, went. No, really? You know, they had the newspaper, then all the fighting was all going on, and they didn't know. Yeah. It's kind of just, you know, they did their business left. and left. Yeah, they, they survived. So oh. one person survived. One person survived. Yeah, okay. one person survived. It wasn't Phil, though. Yeah. Now, the reason why Phil thinks he was. Part of the Alamo defenders Why? is because as a child he'd take his toy soldiers mm-hmm. and he would burn them. That's okay. So I think he's just an arsenic. That's person, an you arsonist. Know? Arsonist person. <laughs> arsonic yeah. poison. Yeah, like, the, yeah. The yeah. guy that likes to burn things. An fire, fire. Yeah. 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 Well, that sounds like he has issues. Yeah, but then he researched it, and I guess the Mexicans, okay, uh, who won, you know, the winner, Santa yeah. Ana, burned all the bodies. Oh my god, the soldiers. Well, that's that's a little screwed up. Yeah. And so he's either, in a past life, I think he was, I'm going to make a joke. Okay. Here we go. Let's hear In it. a past life, Phil Collins was the kid from Toy Story 1. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that was mean to all yeah. the toys. That's so funny. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. So Phil Collins, possibly a defender of the Alamo. Right. He didn't do too well there, obviously, because no. he died. And That's now, interesting. You know, he made, Did he write any songs about the Alamo? You would know. He must have. Like, all his songs. Mu- you know every song. Like, even... Like every song you would know. Yeah. Like now I'm thinking all his songs were about him dying in the Alamo. Wow. Like I wish it would rain down because mm-hmm. the fire, you know, we wanted to put out yes. the fire. Uh, yeah. Things yeah. like that. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Steven Seagal. Ah. Oh. Actor. What, those like, funny. Like, yeah. Like funny. Those funny kung fu movies. Or, they're not kung fu. What are they? Kung fu. Like karate. Um, karate. I don't know. Shoot him up. He was really like, funny. Those fun movies yeah, are hysterical. Like before there was John Wick, your favorite movie. Right. There was um, there Steven, Steven Seagal. And yeah. Like, uh, what's that? Other? Van Damme, Claude Van Damme. Oh, yeah. Claude Van, yeah, Jean-Claude yeah, Van Damme. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. So he thought he was the Dalai Lama. Mm. Like Dalai Lama, the Tibetan really? dude. Yeah. yeah. He can astral travel. Okay. So kind of like you. Okay. He doesn't die in his movies. That's true. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely something <laughs> right. of like a he never uh, dies in mystical the nature. So yeah, he, he really believes like he's some he spiritual guru. He could do all these things. I find that's interesting that people who truly have, I guess, made some sort of success in their life have a grandiose version of their past lives. There's definitely yeah. a correlation there. Yeah. Yeah. And again, he's not admitting 
that he could have just been, you know, a factory worker or yeah. something like that. Like, know? just get he down. He has to be the Dalai I mean, Lama. Right. Yeah. I mean, your mom was Anne Frank in a past life, but. <laughs> you were for, Henry VIII. And I was Henry VIII. We together were Bonnie and Clyde. Oh. But you were also the Polish immigrant that worked on the meat stuff. I saw that movie on Bonnie and Clyde, and I don't think don't I connect. could have. No. They were terrible. Hmm. They killed innocent people, Scott. Who else could we have Why been? are you always like a vicious murderer in a past life? I, Do you have anger? Maybe. <laughs> Can you, maybe. <laughs> you want to talk about it? <laughs> well, may, I, I mean, there, there, maybe there's another couple we could have been. Like, I can't think off the top of I my head. I can't, like a nice one. Like, maybe, like, like I was Archie Bunker and you were Edith. Show you ever watch that show? No, no. Scott. Okay, so that one crossed that one off. He was like, he was a real nasty guy. So uh, again, like, again, yeah, I keep picking these nasty again. people because I'm so nice now. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, maybe I was. Yeah, but yeah. you you love the honeymooners too, and like honeymooners. Maybe I was Ralph. But he's so he's always threatening to punch his wife. Yeah, I would be more like Norton, the goofy, one. <laughs> the goofy, yeah, the neighbor. Norton. Yeah. Uh, okay. People have no idea what we're talking about. No. But I, actually, if I really had, I think I really was serious. Yeah. Which I usually am. I would say I was eaten by a shark. Definitely. I'm terrified That's of sharks. That's a phobia yeah. of yours, which is a whole thing. Yeah. I'm terrified of sharks. Yeah, you really are. I go in a pool. Yeah. Shark. Bathtub. Yeah. Shark. Shower. He's sharks. not even joking no, people. I feel a shark could come out of the shower. Yeah. That's kind of probably why I don't use soap a lot. Because I want to get out of there quick. You, you do get very quick shots. Yeah, but get, get out of there quick before the shark comes. And the other one that maybe, maybe, I might, because I was born in 75. Okay. 1975. Right. No, 85, 85. Vietnam War. Oh, you. could have died in now, the Vietnam War. Now, tell everybody why you think that. Well, you know, I, I did a whole project for my master's. Your dissertation. My dissertation. My, my mom's going to listen to this and she's going to claim that she did it. Which is part true, but uh, she didn't do the whole thing, okay? But anyway, she's going to claim that she did. I, I know she's already texted me. This didn't even come out, and she's already texted me. <laughs> I did that project. But I was always really fascinated with the Vietnam War. Right. I like Vietnam War songs. Yeah, you are, though. Yeah. Yeah. And I was probably the leading general there, General Westmoreland. Oh, my God. You just took it to the grandiose place. Yeah. You can't just be one of the soldiers. No, I wasn't, no, I wasn't the private. I was General Westmoreland <laughs> in charge of all the troops. Well, they say that's one of the things I'm going to talk about, like a preoccupation with a historical time period right. or whatever in, can indicate a past life event okay. for you. So I was probably, yeah. Because you are obsessive about that stuff. Yeah. And I do like, I, I do like Thai food. You do? Yeah. yeah. Is that yeah. that region? Well, you know, Southeast you, Asia. Okay. You know. You do. You love like rice noodles and stuff. I like rice noodles. Yeah. So I think I probably died in the Vietnam War. That right. could also explain why I might have gotten syphilis again when I was over there. <laughs> so <laughs> your fascination just, with the syphilis. Yeah, well, it's Henry VIII, and, <laughs> so hopefully it doesn't carry over. But let's hope. Let's yeah, hope. I don't have any itching or anything, so I, I should. Be this is a lot of information. Uh, too Scott. much information. All right, so yeah, a lot so we'll, of visuals for you know, and that's the thing. There are people listening that can visualize uh, things. Maybe. Maybe. So just remember, every time you say something like itching, you know right. what I just saw in my head, and everybody else did too. I hope. People no, I'm telling you, and I think you make these comments not understanding people see things in their head. That's so that weird because don't. I don't see it. So, And we have this talk all the time, by the way, like when I'm watching HGTV and yes. I'm always like, oh my God, like I get all these feelings about the couples and yeah, these I know you visualizations Like and way stuff too much feelings about them. About like them in ways you don't want to hear about. And I, I just, because I see things in my head. We, that's we, another show. We're going to have to put that one on Patron. Because it'll be real. <laughs> That's another show. My HGTV. Dirty. 
I just sitting there like this. It looks like a nice couple, and I'm you like, know. I don't tell you about him. Yeah, <laughs> he can't do this, and he can do that, Stop. and she can't do this. All right, we got to get back on Moving track here. On. Let's talk about let's past talk, lives. Yeah, let's, let's talk go. about past lives. Okay, so today we are talking about past lives, and my first introduction to this was like I would have a reoccurring dream a lot as a child, and. It felt more than a dream. And I've come to realize, you know, because you don't know these things so much until you start talking to other people about it or you start doing your own research. But, you know, just the ways that this dream would always happen, I understand now it's truly a past life flashback. And I always had the same dream. And what's interesting is it was from when I was very small and I was a man and I can see exactly what I'm wearing And it's some sort of, you know, army material and I'm stuck in barbed wire and I'm being shot to death. And this was a dream I've had reoccurring my entire life, starting from a very young age. And I would feel myself get shot and I would feel the pain and it was in the back. And and then I felt myself drifting and then I was floating above my body. And that's the same flashback I've had my whole life in this dream, uh, you know, among an, like many others. And what's interesting is with this, you know, you just you go through life. You're like, OK, you know, life moves on. You, you know, you, you do whatever you do. And I remember seeing Oprah once and Dr. Brian Weiss was a guest. And this was before I think everybody kind of knew what this was about. And she had him on many, many years ago, early 2000s. And he was talking about his experience. And he was talking about his book, Many Lives, Many Masters. If you don't know who he is, he's a psychiatrist. And he, in 1980, was working with one of his patients who had many, many psychiatric issues. And he started doing hypnosis with her. And at the time, he did not believe in reincarnation. But after her confirming things that she couldn't have known about his own life, about his own son that passed, about other things coming through public records, you know, about her own stories and many, many past lives and the trauma she experienced and the improvement she had over going you know, over her trauma from past lives, he he believed it, it convinced him and it made him start working with hypnotic regression as a form of therapy. And he he says that many phobias and many issues are rooted in our past life experiences. And if you acknowledge them, it can help you. And he is very convincing. Let's just put it that way. And hearing his story and then just like that light bulb moment going off like oh my gosh that dream I've always had it made me just really like believe in this even more and reading his book and whatnot it's and I highly recommend it if you haven't read it it's just an interesting perspective of a very scientific man you know kind of going down this rabbit hole and saying like it's true and his own personal research that kind of backs it up and he also, what what I also love is he talks about messages received from what he calls masters, like these super evolved non-physical souls that he says he would communicate with through his subjects. You know, I call them spirit guides, you know, angels, like, and they do, they feel like non-human entities. So I relate to what he's talking about because I feel like I talk to them during readings and I feel like a lot of us have personal relationships with them when we start becoming more spiritual. So all of that and past lives 
it's very interesting because the thing is, it's something that can connect dots for you. So like I said, there are some signs that you've had past lives. And honestly, I don't do past life regression. Sometimes during a reading, I'll get flashes of someone's past life. One thing I am really good at is understanding if you've met somebody in a past life and they're in your life playing a part in some way today. So I'll see a lot of soulmate stuff or twin flame stuff and I can feel the difference between that or just karmic relationships or just past life connections. I can feel that on people, but I don't see past life stuff so regularly with people. I don't advertise that I can do that, but it does come up sometimes like in a flash of some sort. I truly recommend that with any past life experience, you yourself are the one that have the experience with it. Like if you're the one that can get the message yourself or the view yourself or the vision yourself versus someone tell you what it is, I think that's the most reputable way. Just because enough people I know have had experiences where they've felt a past life flashback or they've been in a hypnotic state and have experienced it real enough to believe it versus somebody just telling you, you know, you were like like Cleopatra or like whatever. So here are some signs. So like I said, the same dream over and over and over. And it feels real. And it has zero to do with your everyday life, but you can't really shake the feeling that it's meaningful. And, you know, this is one sign of past life stuff working its way through. You know, the theory is, is that some parts of our human personality or energy from past events carries over with us in our DNA and becomes part of us today. We're all energy, so we might have little bits and pieces from when we were various forms of energy. Another thing is you're very drawn to a certain time period or place or you're fascinated, obsessed, things like that. You know, you live in this century, but you really often feel from a very young age you were born in the wrong century. I remember very young, hate just not really resonating with electricity, you know, being very upset with, for no reason, just like all these gadgets around me, all these things, you know, life goes on, you have to accept your reality where you're in. But I remember that resistance. I remember feeling more peaceful or calm without it. You can't quite pinpoint these things, but you feel more drawn to other time periods, places, locations, events than yours today. So time periods and your fascination with them, that's a sign. Like I said, I am obsessed with 16th century England. Like I can't get enough of it. I love to read about it. I haven't had a flashback of it, but I really feel like I was somebody back then or I had a lifetime back then. I'm also very obsessed with Japanese culture, like beyond. And I've had flashbacks of being a man at that time. Okay. Also, bizarre irrational fears. That's what Dr. Brian Weiss talks about and works with in his work a lot. And, you know, like when we're talking about Scott with the with the shark thing, there's no reason that you would have this phobia. It's far-fetched. It's inexplicable. You've never had the trauma at all. Sometimes people have this. I've read people like randomly who have this horrific fear of drowning and they've never drowned or or this horrific fear of confined spaces, things like that. And you wonder where this comes from, you know, if it's not from this lifetime. There's just a lot of connections and correlations between past life trauma and this trauma. Scott, for example, he's so scared of being happy. Like that's his own issue. It's very deep. Like, and 
it's a very subconscious thing. And I truly believe that he died when he was happy. So there's some sort of energetic knee-jerk reaction to being at a happy, successful place with family and whatnot and death. So I see this a lot with people too. Like there's some sort of part in their life, like, you know, they're terrified of losing a loved one or things like that. And it's possible that in a past life, that's why. So it's just something that kind of explains what your fears are. Deja vu. So many people ask me, what is deja vu? So deja vu is a, is a really common, it's a sensory experience. And it's kind of like an illusion of remembering. So you think you remember something or have we had this conversation already? Or have, have I been here before? Or, you know, I think I've seen this play out like you'll be watching people talk and you're like I've had this conversation I've seen this happen before this is so weird and you might even ask people like have we had this conversation no we haven't had this conversation and you're just like so weird I'm having deja vu I have like a couple different theories on this so but one of them is a past life colliding like um, with triggered buried memories from like your past and present memories colliding in a way. That's one perspective. I'm not saying that's not true. That's very possible. And I'm sure it makes sense in some cases. I also have this other theory that it has to do with you, your higher self kind of checking your soul contract, which I talk about in another podcast, which is basically like your list of objectives before you come here. And it's kind of like almost a checkpoint, like check, check, you're here. Like you're kind of aligning with where your soul contract's going, kind of like a checkpoint, you know, soul checking in with ego, like, all right, we're on the right path, that kind of thing. But anyway, some people do say it is a past life sign. Another thing, you know things without knowing why. I don't know, maybe because um, I was a teacher for a little bit or whatever, like you have a classroom of kids and some kids are just more with it than others. I don't know how else to say it. And there's like, there's nothing that makes sense. Like, like yes, you could say like some parents are more, you could, you could like uh, put it back on parenting. Like some parents are more organized than others or they put them in more activities. So they have a more defined idea of who they are. But truly, I feel like it's just roll the die like with these, with, with personality. And I feel like it has a lot to do with old soul mentality. Some people just are more mature right away. They're, we call them old souls. They get it quicker. They know where they're going. They have more confidence. They have more perspective right off the bat in life, like early on. And this is a past life or, you know, a past life indication that you've had many and that you kind of come in, you know, with legs, like ready to run, ready to get going, ready to move quicker along this path than the rest of us. That is a past life thing. So you kind of come in already intuitive and attuned. So that's like another one that is a sign. Okay, another one, memories that don't fit. So if you can think back to your early childhood, like my example of that dream that I had that makes no sense for a kid to have at all, a very young child with the pain. By the way, like I'm not watching it happen. I am that person. You know, like this always bothers me in movie flashbacks. Like when they have a flashback in a movie, like the character having the flashback is watching the flashback like they're watching a movie. And it's like, that's not, it, it, that always bothered me because whenever I have a flashback to a past life, like I am that person, like I'm seeing out of their eyes. Does that make sense? You know, so it's like that. So think back to your early childhood. Um, memories were foggy. They were confusing. Like what doesn't fit here? 
children are so much better at catching this than us. So it's really important to like kind of listen to your young, young children. Like when they're, you know, the difference between they're kind of going on their little imaginary game versus this is truth. I hear this a lot. Like my own daughter insisted she was pregnant with me when she was three. She's like, I was pregnant with you. Like she even said, my name was Natalie. Like where'd she get that from? You know? And, but I've heard that from so many people with their children. We're going to talk about that later when I talk about the listeners, you know, gave me some stories about their past life experiences and whatnot. It's really important to listen to your kids and like, you know, hear what they have to say or ask them and just kind of be open to it. Like, oh yeah? Oh, you you flew a plane? What color was it? What was your name? Did you have children? You know, just go with it. See what comes out and then see if you can get enough to fact check it. You know, like things like that. Kids just go with it. Like they don't separate realities yet. So they are very much in tune with the past. So yeah, so they'll insist to their parents that they went and visited people or they had a name that isn't their name or events happened long before they were born, things like that. So when you're an adult, these things fade, but you may connect and it's important to kind of like go back into that. Soulmates. Oh, so sweet. So we have more than one soulmate in our lifetime. It doesn't mean you're going to end up with a soulmate. Your soulmate can also be like just your best friend or your mom or something like that. You know, we hear love at first sight or like I like to describe soulmates as a home, a feeling of home, like a, a deep comfort. That's like past life stuff. And it's true that I do feel this like we meet up because I do get soulmate and twin flame stuff and that a lot. And, and it relates to past life stuff. I do feel like we agree to meet up with the same people over and over again to play different roles in each other's lives. If you ever watched that movie Cloud Atlas, I think Tom Hanks is in it and Haley Berry. That's kind of just like a very creative way to maybe showcase what I'm talking about. Like we, we're going to kind of meet the same people in different capacities over and over again. And there's just some sort of recognition you have with this person where you feel like you can trust them more than other people that you may may have even known longer. That's a soulmate relationship. And people who often have found their soulmates might just be picking up on, you know, a previous relationship and picking it up where it left off. That's why it feels so strong. Another sign is like phantom aches and pains. Even though you've never had an injury in a place, something hurts, scars. Sometimes children are born with things that fade. You know, I see a lot of, they call them strawberries, right? Something like, what do they call I think they call them strawberries. You know, those red patches, like sometimes kids are born with. And they say like fair children. My kids have them. So like fair kids have them. And then they fade over time. Or, or perhaps you're born with a birthmark in a certain place or something that's kind of odd or different. Sometimes that can be like, from a tragic exit from a past life. Like you were shot in the shoulder and then you're born with a birthmark there. Like things like that. Phantom pains, injuries, you know, symptoms. You know, this feel, this feeling that from a very early age that, I don't know, like you're going to die of illness or there's going to be a certain way you're going to go or, or this, you know, fire is how I died or things like that. You know, there's kind of almost like, a very honest and direct way that you feel death may come to you could be linked to how you passed in in a past life. So yeah, phantom aches, pains, things like that. So I'm very interested in your own stories. I will share with you one of mine. I, I said this in the beginning, like I had, I've had many past life flashbacks and you know that they're real because they, they feel more than a dream and they stick with you. And there's 
details. And when you're having one, you're kind of like co-conscious with, we'll call it the former self. So for example, I had one and it starts it's clear as day. I see it like I'm seeing a memory in my my head, a very distinct memory. It's very real to me. And I'm looking in the mirror and I see a tall, thin, blonde woman. And my hair is very short. And I can describe to you my outfit so much so because I'm wearing a brown hat and like a brown pencil skirt and like a longer jacket. And I look like I'm from the 30s. And I'm in, I see my my apartment, which is basically just a room with a single bed. And I know I'm a single woman and I, I put gloves on and I go out and there's a long line of doors. And I know I'm going to have to go to work and I see a little boy and we start speaking another language to each other, which I do not know what we're saying, but I do know that it's Polish for some reason. I don't know Polish. Okay. Like I don't know that language. I don't know, but I just know this. So when you're having a past life flashback, a lot of times it can feel real. You can co, it's like you're a a passenger in the body of your former self and you know it's you, but it's also not you. So that's it. And I just know that I'm an immigrant, I'm single and I'm, I'm living in this kind of apartment complex like with other Polish people. Like we kind of stick in together and it's just very specific And these are just interesting things to pay attention to, like when you're having dreams and try not to dismiss so much. You know, I talk about dreams. I talk about astral traveling. I talk about, you know, there's lots of different ways when we sleep that spirit will try to communicate with us. And the more open you are to past life flashbacks, the more you'll get them. But details will help you. Any sort of thing you can latch onto. I had one where I was a man and I'm, I know I'm Japanese and I could describe my outfit perfectly to you. And I get into this circular wooden tub and I know I'm in a hotel of some sort. And I know that I'm on a business trip of some sort. And I know that I'm single and I'm, but the, the, the standout feature of it was this circular wooden tub that was very, very hot. And it was very, it was very small. It looked like a barrel almost. And I was looking forward to getting into it. And that's where the dream stops. And when I was done with that flashback, I Googled obsessively, like, what is this wooden circular tub with two steel bands around it that heats without electricity? And, and I looked and I finally found it, this Japanese tub called an, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but an Ofuro. And I looked it up and I'm like, that is exactly what I saw in my dream. And it almost, it just confirmed it for me that I'm not, you know, crazy, which is always good to confirm that for yourself. Past lives. So interested in hearing your feedback on this, what your experiences are. The more we talk about it with other people, the more they open up to it too. So maybe this is the first time you're hearing about it now and see who's open in your life. You can kind of start talking about this with, because you'd be surprised how, people will respond and react. Let's talk about our Mystic Michaela spiritual family and their experiences. Wow. So that was just incredible. I mean, the past life stuff is so fascinating. You find it me. fascinating? I found it Do fascinating. Do you believe it, Scott? Um, You're Red Aura. You're a logical dude. You know, I, I do believe in it. Do you? Um, would, would you say you've always believed in it? The one thing I really don't believe is like that everyone thinks like they're royal. That's what we said. Yeah, and which we have already talked about. Yeah. But I mean, maybe like I was a peasant in India. Sure. Like I believe something more like that. Yeah, like you Like were, the odds would be higher. You know, a lot of, well, these are things I hear. Like there's a lot more people now 
for example, right. than there were like 500 years ago. Like, why are there more souls? How could we all be reincarnated if there's like billions more of us than there were? You're blowing my mind right now. Not crazy. That's crazy. Like, because that kind of like when, when I hear that logic... You, like that makes sense. Like yeah. that does debunk it. Although I will say like infant mortality is way less than it used to be. Like there's other things you can kind of come back True. at it with. But you know what? This is my own thought that I get like when I get questions asked to me like this. Because it's a valid point. Is that I really feel like like we're energy housed in like a human body. Right? But like we can be energy housed in other forms too. Mm. You know, because yeah, like get, we're like, just energy. You mean like we're like a locus? No, I feel like we can't like we like being human is like a vibration that we're on. But okay. that's like back to the star seeds episode. Like when I talked about people from other constellations or other planes of existence or other non-human yet intelligent life forms. Like there's other ways to be housed energetically. Okay. Now, now Am I'm I getting, freaking you now out? Now I'm getting scared. a little freaked out. Yeah. But that's a lot. That's a skeptic thing I hear though. Like, huh. you know. And, yeah. And I hear that and it's like, okay, okay. yeah, that makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I found interesting is when you, now this is, you were talking about that you felt you were reincarnated into a Japanese man. Yes, I, I, you know that because I woke yeah. up that day and I'm like, oh my god, Scott, you have to hear this. And I was, you, you saw me. I know. And now Ooh, I'm gonna, boy. I'm gonna come clean right now. Oh no. I've had many dreams. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I don't dream that often, but yeah, in no. The past since I've known you. Okay. Where it's me <laughs> and a guy named Mr. Tanaka. <laughs> so I'm assuming now that. Oh my god. And here's the thing. <laughs> Were we me lovers? and Mr. Tanaka, <laughs> we like to spoon. <laughs> And, you know, I never wanted to come clean with this because me and Mr. Tanaka spooning. <laughs> I, I mean, how me? do you tell your wife that, you know? I, maybe it was me, though. Well, now I feel a lot better. Did we share a small bathtub called an Ofuro? We sure did. <laughs> but now I feel a lot better because, you know, because I've had this recurring dream. Oh, yeah. You know, once every, like, one, yeah, you, oh, weird. Like, on our anniversary, I have it. Wow. Uh, yeah, hello. Hello. And, <laughs> and, you know, we're spooning. Right. Usually, like a lot of bamboo I see in the background. Crazy. Yeah, we don't use beds. We use the floor. <laughs> we, we, we have like a lot of like minnows. We eat minnows and stuff. A lot of fresh fish. You're really grasping at any Japanese culture, if sure. you can say right now. Yeah. But now that I know that you could be Mr. Tanaka, mm -hmm. I feel a lot better about myself. Because it was like a real experience. So it's you. So you are. Our path. Yeah. I have this thing like where you're not allowed for the rest of our reincarnations to be with anybody but me. Okay. Just so you know. But it might be you in a different form, like Mr. Tanaka? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. yeah. We're always okay. together. But it could be different form. <laughs> yeah, like we could be two guys, two girls, well, guy, girl. You right. could be the girl. I could be the guy. Great. Like whatever. Not a lot going on here. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's move on. We asked the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family on Facebook. Yes. Question, do you have any past lives? Yeah, like do you remember them? Do you remember? Right. Right. And we got a lot of interesting answers. As always. As always. And look, I mean, there was a lot of people, again, that said they were like of royal blood. Mm -hmm. They were kings, queens, you know, Egyptians, <laughs> right. Native Americans, Holocaust survivors. Your mom thinks she's Anne Frank. Right. So we had a lot of those. Yeah, there's we a lot, lot of, of generalities, those. right? Yeah. So first, let's take our, you know, our admin of the group, one of our two admins on yes. the group, Leanna. No last names, uh, even <laughs> though everyone knows who she is. <laughs> and this is what she wrote. 
No, this is true. She's told me this, and she's like, she has details. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, and there could be some sordid details. Ooh, Leanna. Uh, <laughs> I definitely had a career in entertainment. Entertainment. I would guess it was something around the 1940s. Okay. I would have visions of intense dance classes, auditions. This is wow. not me, by the way. This is Leanna. Right. Okay. I would have visions of intense dance classes, auditions, makeup, etc. Wow. I'm pretty certain... I was a total love addict and struggled with alcohol dependency. Wow, that's very specific okay, so and like, super not her now. Yeah, this could describe me, but it's not. This, this sounds is, a lot like when I met you. Yeah, no, <laughs> this is Leanna in the 1940s. <laughs> right. There are so many other details, but it's hard to explain. That's crazy because the details, that's the thing, details. She would insist that her name was Carmen. Wow. Hmm. When she was younger? When, I guess. I guess yeah. it, no, in this thing, I think. Right? right, probably when she was younger. Oh, too. no, right, when she was younger. Yeah. Right, yeah. This all came to a head, no pun intended, when I went to L.A. to film a show. <laughs> Everything had been repressed, came flooding back to an extreme. The events of that trip were uh, some of the bizarre things I ever experienced. So when she went to L.A., she felt like this 1940s. Yeah, and I hear that a lot. Happen. People talking about going to certain places that they've never been before, and they get greeted with, like, sometimes it's a wave of nausea or a wave of reflection or a wave of just like, deja vu but like super intense mm. so that's interesting that she said that because like certain locations can we i think we hear this a lot like people go on a cruise and they go to some sort of weird town and they're like oh my god i've been here before and they know exactly how to get around or where they are huge past life indicator very interesting sometimes feeling sick too like feeling sick well here's what okay that's you this is interesting okay chelsea writes now she might have known sylvester salone in a past life okay because remember sylvester salone yeah from the beginning of our show he was in the French Revolution. French Revolution. Yeah, yeah, French Revolution. All right, so Chelsea writes, I went and had, I guess, her past life read or something. Okay. She was, in, she was around 20. Okay. During this, she was asked if at 16 she had some sort of stomach issues that were never diagnosed. Wow. Sure is crap, she writes. I spent the majority of 16 nauseous. That's crazy. Without any explanation. Whoa. Yeah. Doctors couldn't figure it out, so she lived with it. So, basically, someone told her then that she was a 16-year-old boy in the French Revolution who was shot in the <gasps> stomach. I just got chills. That's crazy. That's just like what they, I was talking about before, like, phantom illnesses. Yeah. And, triggered by that age. Wow. And basically, that's... That lines up. That lines up, and there's no other explanation. She doesn't eat, you know, it wasn't like bad food or, or anything right, like that. Right, they couldn't figure it out. And she, then it went away, yeah. I assume. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. That's so a good one. Her and Sly were uh, yeah. hanging out in the French Rev. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of people were hanging out in the French Rev, I, I noticed. Yeah. Um, you might have been, too. You have, like, a weird um, Les Mis fetish. We won't get into that's that. true. Might yeah. freak people out. That <laughs> could, <laughs> could possibly freak people out. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I... I you know, I, I was actually thinking what? while you were giving your speech. Yeah. I was, it was feeling a little eerie in here. Yeah. And yet, you know, like the movie Night in the Museum? Yeah. We, we've seen that, right? Yeah, the kids yeah. love that movie. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. And they have like that curse of like Manu Raju. Sure, yeah. No, he might be an anchor on CNN. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Something like Manu Raju or whatever. Right. I know, we all know yeah, what you mean. You know what I mean. We've seen the movie. And he has that curse. What are you talking about? We were making fun of some Egyptian pharaohs and high priestess before. Do you think they're going to curse us? Queen oh Hepeshit? Cream half, queen half shit. You think she's gonna? <laughs> she, you think she's gonna put an Egyptian curse on us? <laughs> she's gonna you, curse. The, she might curse the podcast. Like for nineteen years, you've been mispronouncing these people's names. Yes, they're gonna come for this you. This is this could explain a lot. I might have an Egyptian curse on me. 
world history teacher. They can't pronounce pharaoh names. Or French names either. And now I have an Egyptian curse on me. <laughs> that would explain a lot. That would explain a lot, the Egyptian curse. All right. Yeah. Here's another one. Okay. This is from Amanda. She came to the uh, Mystic Michaela spiritual uh, retreat event that we had. Uh, she helped me bring the signs up, by the way. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Amanda. Now, this is one she had with you. You were able, meaning Misty Michaela, to pick up that she was a nurse on a <gasps> battlefield. I remember this because I never get these things. Yeah. You saw that she wore a brown skirt uh, in Life on the Battlefield. And let's see. And she, she thinks it was a Revolutionary War. Weirdly enough, she's now a registered nurse and certified in wound care. Wow. She worked in a wound care clinic. Wound care is like intense too. That's like, that's like intense. That and, would be just yeah. like on the battlefield. Like yeah. a lot of gore. And the first time she like used a saw to cut off a cast. Yeah. She was totally fine with it. And she wow. pretty feels right at home with it all this stuff. It felt like she was just, she'd done it before. That's nuts. So she's been. I remember that vision because like yeah. that was so strong. And usually I, like I said, I never get like past life stuff with people, but sometimes it's very, very strong and it just comes randomly. They don't ask for it. That's interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. I like that when the, her healing abilities like carried with her through lifetimes. And, and I would say, you know, if I needed a nurse. And I met Amanda. Yeah. I would go to her yeah, she's as like, my nurse. Yeah, you can I told you that, like with um well she's blue, but she's got more indigo lately. Yeah. We have to I have to do a podcast about that. Because yeah. people are she, like, why do I She's change? not from here though. Uh, she's no. from North Carolina, I believe. So that'll be a long way to go. Yeah, she's got a lot of healing yeah. powers. Oh, I didn't yes. tell you this. Ooh. At the at the retreat. Oh yeah. I found out Lindsay is a dental hygienist, one of our people over there. Oh really? Where yeah. does she live? She lives in West Palm. Why aren't we going to her? No, no, no. She can come to my house, she said. Such happy. She can come to the house and clean my teeth. This is something I've dreamed of for the last 25 years. That and home haircuts. Yes. This is all you want in life. That's all I want. To get your hair done and I guess your teeth cleaned. I didn't know that one. I could probably get Jenny to come to the house with Jenny B, Jenny A and Jenny B. They they cut my hair. (laughs) And then on the same day, I can have Lindsay come clean my teeth. clean your teeth. And then no dentist. And then no dentist. Right. This is great. This is great. (laughs) I'm so glad it's all about you. Yeah. And yeah, but she does give me a lot of pretzels at Lindsay. So is that bad? Like would a dental hygienist give someone pretzels? They would. Because that that would be a lot of gunk in the teeth to clean. That's true. They they like gunk though. It's kind of like a weird obsessive thing. She's just making her job harder when she comes. Yeah, they enjoy that though. All right. It's like a clean freak thing they got going on. I asked her, do I need like a certain chair? Yeah. And I, and I said I have my grandpa's rocking chair. Would that work? Yeah. You know, like the recliner? Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she said that's fine. Yeah, she probably does it yeah. for her whole family. Might be a lot of blood around, though. You okay. Because I spit art. Anyway. That bit got old super quick. Yeah. <laughs> Back well, I, to I mean, past I, lives. I really had to add that in, though. Okay. The, the next person says that they are, oh, here, okay. Mark and Monica. Monica, oh, yes. the photographer. Monica, the they, photography. They, they, you told them, I think, that they were brother and sister. So that's the thing. In I, past can, life. I can pick up like that's relationships of the past. So I know that's kind of gross, like their husband and wife, but I got like such brother, sister vibes off them. But I don't think that's so unusual. Like, I really feel like you are around like siblings and your sibling can be a parent and then like it can also be married and like things like that because it's just kind of like a soulmate vibe thing so it's just the souls aligning in different ways in different lifetimes yeah but i realize it's gross yeah that's really weird yeah but they're not gross like they're quite cute together so and they're not not brother and sister now no they're not related at all are you sure but their energies just feel so like related 
they just feel like home together in a way that was like they know each other back yeah. forth, you know, well, like they do, all that. Yeah, they do seem very compatible. They're so compatible. Like yeah. they just know what the other one's thinking. Yeah. You know, like even when you see them together, you don't know them. They're just, they have a flow. They do. Right? Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, they kind of, and you can tell like even if they fight, they get over it quick, like siblings, you know. All right. Melissa says she was convinced that she was killed by a group of pigeons Stop. in a past lifetime. You know, bird phobia is a thing. Is that a thing? That is a certain thing. Can pigeons kill someone? That would be extremely random and violent and odd. Why were they attacking you? Were you covered in, like, street trash? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you not, like, give them your leftover chips? Did you not give them the fries? Yeah, I mean, like, how... Bad does a pigeon get? But you know, like it is true. Like when you start feeding them, they do get closer and closer right. and closer, so, and they start looking at y'all shifty. So possibly, if there were enough, okay, they'd come at. So ya. maybe Melissa was like, she had like a huge pile of French fries, right? Peanuts, cracker jacks, all yeah. that stuff. They just she was eating. In. They swooped in around her. <laughs> maybe they started kind of like maybe they suffocated her by constantly defecating on her or something. It was disgusting. That could have happened. <laughs> we're making this plausible yeah we're, we're trying to help you here melissa okay all right Jan- last one right. okay janine yeah was in france in a past life okay and she really pissed off or might have even killed a witch named barbara Ooh. yeah don't do that and my mean very mean mother mm, this is specific yeah this is really specific stepmother-in-law mother-in-law church lady that's a jehovah what? Have, oh, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait hold on. I think you're a lot, lot of, Well, it's a lot of dot, dot, dots. Okay, got think, it. Okay. She killed a witch named Barbara in France. Okay. You know, How? probably during the French Revolution. All uh, right. Probably. My mean, very mean mother and my stepmother-in-law and my mother-in-law and the other mother-in-law and 10 other mother-in-laws, I guess, are all named Barbara, I guess. And then a jo- Oh, she's saying in this life? Yeah. Everybody's okay. named Barbara. Oh, see, and then I- the church lady at the Jehovah Witness Center that always comes to her door is also called, called Barbara. That's weird. How, who did she... I want to know who told her it was Barbara. Did she know the witch's name in her past life she killed was Barbara? Yeah. Or did somebody tell her that? So That's you're saying, let me retell that story. Yeah, because tell that, that story. That got like a little confusing for the people that can't read your mind. Right. So in a past life, she knows she killed a witch named Barbara. And now all these awful people in her life that keep showing up tend to be named Barbara. Right. That she can't quite get rid of. Right. Including the Jehovah Witness lady. That like tells that her comes, she's going to go to hell. That comes to yeah, her yeah, door. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a good one to end on. Yeah. And we won't use her last name because now, you know, her relatives, if they listen. Yeah. Which they probably don't. But if they did, <laughs> they would all really hate her they get more it. than they may. That's a right good now. one, though. That's a real good That's one. That's really interesting. All right. Hey, guys. I just want to say thank you to the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family for sponsoring this episode of Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. You guys, this show is about you and for you. I get inspiration from your suggestions and your comments and what you want to hear about next. So keep it coming on the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family Facebook group. And also, please leave a review if you haven't done so yet. I appreciate you all. Have a good week. Take care.